Yo, what up? And welcome to another episode of Straight From The Stands, an unapologetic, unofficial LA Galaxy podcast, hosted by four Five My supporters who bring you the thoughts and views on everything related to LA Galaxy, Straight From The Stands. I am your co-host, Smarts, alongside the always angry angel, his counterpart, level-headed George, and the man with the facts, Masa. This is Straight From The Stands. Good evening. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Y'all stay safe? Y'all have your mask on? Good oh. evening. Do we have to? Do we have to? Actually, I took it off. Look, that's how it works. No, you have to have your. Mask I heard. On. I heard it can be transferred through cell phones. It's like like cancer food. Actually, you don't know. Yo, starting off. Real quick, real quick. I heard a conspiracy theory, right? Like super oh, fucking tipo hat. You heard about this five G shit? Oh yeah, I heard about the 5G, 5G shit. Yeah, I heard Yo, about 5G shit. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna go into it because I ain't trying to be that guy, right? But I heard that and I was like, all right, m- maybe, maybe. But how you guys doing today? I heard that shit was already shut down though. Like that the the whole conspiracy was already defunct or whatever. Debunked. There you go. Debunked. All right, listen. Allegedly. When I first heard it though, like I was just like, hmm. Mm. hmm. All right, how you guys doing? Are you, you guys staying sane? Angel, you my man, you my man. I am. Uh, I'm a little worried about. I was on a Zoom call for for Nate's uh, B day call, and your boys. If if that's if you're getting 12, 14 hours of that a day, my man, how are you holding up? Uh, I'm <laughs> not. To the podcast was crazy. I heard. Rah, rah, rah. I'm like, oh fuck, let me put my. They came. Oh, actually, before you joined, they came to talk to Chris. Oh, did they? Yeah, they were yeah. talking to me. They're like, hey, do you know it's my birthday? So I was like, yeah, I heard. He was like, oh, all right, bye, good night. <laughs> Damn, you got it easy. <laughs> yeah, you got it easy. Listen, yeah, it's it's been. Why I think I, I couldn't wait for this hour and a half pod. Like, I no, I'm close up. I'm yeah. here. I'd rather talk to you guys. Yes, and I'm, I love my kids, but right now I love you guys more. So that's crazy. I, I, I bet, uh, Chris. I might put them up for adoption. I haven't decided. <laughs> Chris, how, how you doing? How you doing, dog? Father to be is coming up. How's how's yeah, that? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I've been home a lot. Um, uh, no, like really. One. I've been, I've been home a lot, so it's been, it's been cool. Um, cooking, walking the dogs. I seen you at your live today. What you had a uh, yeah, bulgogi beef and rice? That, you know, yeah, bro, bulgogi, rice. Some, some. Oh, hold on. You get down there. People obviously don't know this, but you're a top nut chef. You used to work at fucking TGI Fridays, baby. Bro, I give you, I give you a, a, a shout out. Uh, on the uh, on the uh, live stream, I was yeah, like, I'm over here cooking for my boy George and Angel. Always asking me, I don't know how to cook meat. I don't know how to cook fucking boil. No, it's your story. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, he, he told me how to, how to make chicken. I didn't die. So I did it right. Yeah. George? Yeah, but he's, not other than he's that. Made, he's made the best burgers that I've ever had with the cheese inside. Ooh. 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 Yeah. And my Ooh, favorite story. chili beans from Chris Ooh, Top Notch. When, when, when this is all over, we need to have a barbecue and you got to be you gotta be the chef master, right? right? Oh, yeah. He's not like you. Yeah. Not like me, though, because that, that's not my thing, though. I can build it. I, I, I can probably write a script. Hey, that never touch you? Oh, so you put it on air now, huh? You got to throw my shit. I just thought it. Okay, <laughs> George, how you doing? I, I know you've been watching a lot of uh, home TV, so you got a lot of uh, a lot of, a lot of decor and, and shit happening at your house right now. What's going on? Wait, what? I ain't shit. I ain't shit. <laughs> I basically rearranged this whole room. I was gonna. I told myself that I was gonna make my desk like my setup here. When Arya got out of the room, nah, I have all the time in the world. I'm building Stacy of Vanity. I got my desk set up. I got a keyboard, RGB dog. I'm not leaving this house. I don't want to leave ever. I'm cool with this. This that okay? I bought a, I bought an I bought an Xbox so I could play upstairs. So I have an Xbox upstairs and downstairs. What really? 
Hey, let me borrow one though. Like play with you guys. Oh bro, my god! You should have just bought the cords, no. fool. Cause no. you just disconnect. Go upstairs with the with the with the Xbox. No, Save yourself two hundred fifty bucks, dog. No, it was a hundred bucks. I got it from my brother. Oh, oh there you go. All right. But yeah, so life is good, dog. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Rudy? How you doing? Uh, I'm going ape shit crazy, dog. Well, you have like ten monitors, so no, no, no. My, my my setup is good. I'm just not used to like like. I don't have me time right now, which is fucked up, right? Uh, I'm saying this, and, and I say it out loud, and it sounds fucked up, but, like, just my drives to work and back, it was me time, right? Where I could listen to some shit and just be in my thoughts by myself and nobody fucking with me. And that shit is, is not there no more, and I miss that. Like, that's driving me nuts. But other than that, though, like, I'm healthy. The whole family's healthy. Why don't you just text into Slack, into your Slack bot? Why don't I just what? Oh, text. text. Yeah, like, when you're in the toilet, in the restroom, just text message, it. you know, Slack bot. You know, uh-huh. there you go. Boom. Uh-huh. Listen, you know what, yeah. what helps? I'll tell you this. What helps, man? Dress up for work. I had an interview yesterday. I oh, had I a, a, a shirt. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I did on Skype, bro. I had yeah. my, my 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 tie, my long sleeve shirt, but I had my shorts on with my pantuflas. Oh man, yeah, I saw that. Listen, <laughs> I, I got a I got a I got a random call from my boss. Right, it was like a on Slack with the camera and everything. Dog, I scrambled because I was like wearing a wife beater and I was like, you know, some shorts and chocolate. I scrambled, I had to throw some shit. I was like, I was like, hey, uh, you know, the weird as fuck. Hey, yeah, exactly, <laughs> full, full on office shit. Uh, I, but today we have dope episode. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not even sure how I feel about it. But uh, Masa couldn't make it, so Chris got out here, and it's, you know, it kind of worked out. Uh, Chris, oh, I came- forgot Masa was part of the pod for a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chris came through uh, and got us in touch with uh, Jodotino. And today we're gonna to bring you a dope interview with uh with Jotino. We just got off the line with him right now. Uh, really, really dope inter- interview. We get to really find out who Joe is and everything he does for games and how he feels about a lot of things. Uh, I thought it was really dope. Uh, I enjoyed it. So check that out and comment. Let us know what you think. We'll have more shit for you. Uh, yeah, check it out. All right, guys. So, uh, Joe, thanks so much for, for joining us here. I'm straight from the stands. Uh, my co-hosts, uh, Rudy, George, Chris, Chris, movie, you already know we are missing Masa, but uh, Chris usually comes in and, you know, substitute. He's like our, I think he's like our, I'd say our he's sixth our, player. He's a Landon you know? Donovan when he came he's back. Our- Thank you for having yeah. me, guys. It's, yeah. it's great to be talking uh, to Galaxy fans and, and, and being in, in the family because it's, uh, you know, we're all missing each yeah, other. I appreciate it. Yeah, this, this, we're uh, straight from the stands. If you're not familiar with with our podcast, uh, we're actually a supporters-driven podcast. So um, all of us are part of uh, Angel City Brigade. I know you've heard of a well, oh, heard of a shout out. Quite a bit. Yeah, yeah you hear, <laughs> yeah, give us the shout outs all the time. Like I oh, hear ACB in the background. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's it's us. We have uh, been doing it now for I think what a good three, three, four years three now. Years, three years. Um, and you know, we we generally appreciate you spending the time here on on Wednesday, um, Wednesday evening, and just chat with us for. For, for a bit, uh, you know, obviously you get to get to know Joe Tatino a little bit more more in depth. Can, can, it's my pleasure being here with you guys. I, I'm glad to see everybody's well. Yeah, thank you. Can, yeah. can I can I just can I just say this? It, it's a little Go surreal ahead. to hear Joe Tatino's voice. Yeah, on your the voice right now. Like you know, it's coming through my yeah. audio, and I'm yeah. like, this is really happening. So, like, you know, just just, <laughs> just to follow up, Angel. Thank you, thank you so much well, for. It's for like uh, you know, like, like I said before, we started 
they're recording. Um, you know, and it was one of those things that got missed here on 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 the pod, right? It's it's crazy. We heard your voice, I'm like, hey, is the galaxy playing? Like, what's going yeah, on yeah, here? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's just like, oh, it's Joe's voice. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's like an infamous "Hey guys" or, or like "Hey everyone." Yeah, you yeah, hear yeah, it's yeah. like automatically sounds like yeah. broadcast coming from. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Cool. Well, let's well, let's do it. Nice. You know, we yeah, we definitely have. Uh, we want to get to know you a little bit more, more okay. in depth. Um, you know, we have a few things that we we do want to cover today. And so let's, let's dive right into it. You know, the uh, the first thing, first thing, yeah, I never gone into your history. I don't know much, so this is also going to be learning as as I go about it by your background. But you know, first thing, how how did you become a a play by play announcer? Um. I learned in high school that I wasn't going to go very far in soccer. <laughs> okay. And so I oh, had so you played something. before. <laughs> I played, yeah. Oh, what position? I, I was a goalkeeper. I was about yes. this small, but I was, a lot, I, was a lot, I was a lot rounder. Let's put it that way. A lot more round. <laughs> okay. um, but I was okay. I was okay. I was able to uh, overcompensate uh, for the amount of weight I carried and uh, was good enough to play all four years in high school at the varsity level, thank goodness. But what happened was I got hurt in high school and um, – in my family, my brothers have already gone on to careers. And uh, for me, I just felt a tremendous amount of pressure to figure something out. And right. you guys got to understand something. I was a sophomore in high school when I felt this pressure. And, oh, wow. um, and uh, you know, a light went off. And I said I wanted to be in the journalism class and was the sports editor of our high school newspaper. I had a little column, talked a lot of trash. And uh, <laughs> you sound like us. Yeah, yeah you really do. Yeah. Been right in. I got out of high school and uh, was uh, either to go down the writing route. Uh, and then one day I, uh, I decided, you know what, I want to be a broadcaster and I, I'd like to be able to broadcast soccer if I get the opportunity. And I uh, went down that route instead. And I've been very fortunate. That's awesome. Well, but how did you go down the road? I mean, do you go to a school specifically, you yeah. know, a local university that says, you know, broadcaster or for sports or what's that? I mean, if I'm going to school, if I'm studying right now, what's my route? Okay. So a lot of, a lot of people that were hired by me, uh, ended up going to a, jur- a junior college, uh, out of either San Diego, Orange County or LA. Uh, that's probably your fastest route into this business. Uh, although this business is changing a lot, so I would not recommend it right now. But uh, the point is, I went to a broadcasting school, and uh, you guys, I think, are all too young to remember it, but it was out of Los Angeles, and it had a lot of schools around the United States, and it was Columbia School of Broadcasting. And there was a, uh, there was a satellite campus in my hometown of San Diego, and, and uh, fortunate for, for me, the director of the San Diego school happened to be a friend of my brother's. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to be welcome here. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the opportunity. And most of the time, these, these schools, you're, you're – you have guys that want to be DJs, you know, so they want to go and be on, you know, on the radio doing music. <laughs> and in my case, I, I was a, a news and sports guy. So I was a fish out of water for those guys. And I was really able to do what I wanted to do when I was in studio. And uh, from there, I had an internship with the soccer team that was in San Diego at the time. And then there was no outdoor team. It was the just Aztecs, indoor. Right? Uh, San Diego Soccers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the Aztecs. Aztecs. oh, the Aztecs. Oh, the Aztecs. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And so... You know, through that no, I meant the university, but but didn't oh, my bad. Yeah, 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 you, you, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, through through that school and through that internship, I was able to do play by play into a tape deck up high into the rafters, and um, just eventually got hired at a radio station uh, that became a pretty big sports station in this country. And and I was a young guy, the right place at the right time, mm. and eventually became the executive producer. I was on the air there, and eventually ran it, and. Um, yeah, it's a long story. It's a, there's the oh. 30 years there, guys. Nice. I don't know who's wow. 30 years old. Who's young, who's under 30 right now? 
30. So I started this business before <laughs> you were born. How about that? <laughs> that's yeah, that's <laughs> you know, Rudy, raise your hand, you know. Come on, be in there. Raise your hand. Under 30? I wish. I wish. Rudy's there, yeah. I wish. You were probably in diapers at the time. Yeah. Close enough. Here's a – and I'm kind of going off script here, but it's okay. talk to me about uh, how is change, especially – or I mean, I got to assume over the last 10 years, your field has to change a lot, right? Because, I mean, with uh, social media and all these streaming platforms and the way we consume content is, you know, way different from even, you know, the early 2010s or the 2000s. We just – well, like, example, this podcast. Our podcast, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of avenues, and uh, you have to be relevant in all the platforms uh, in different ways, though, not in different ways. And here you have that video, uh, and I believe radio has to have that in the future also. Radio has to have a video component if it's going to survive uh, in some particular way. And uh, what's kind of going away is is the writing. Uh, mm. The long-form writing mm. is kind of going away, and that's where you see the, the struggles that newspapers are having. Uh, television seems to have made it through that transition, but they're also happy, having to be part of what's happening right now in all platforms and being relevant there. And, and each of the talent has to be relevant to a certain degree and um, what you're comfortable with. If you, you know what I'm comfortable with, what you guys are comfortable with doing, uh, that's that's what has to happen uh, going forward. And it's still transitioning. We'll have something new coming at us in about two to three years also. Yeah, and I and I ask that because it's, you know, you're talking about your career that spans more than our lifetimes, uh, <laughs> and you're very relevant, right? You're very relevant, and and that's, you know, I hope tip of the so. cap, tip of the cap, because like that's that, that's that's oh that's yeah, crazy, listen, right? and, and yeah, you are. About, and again, going off script, this is something that George's gonna get to a little bit later on. To us, you're you're very relevant. It's and we'll get to it as to why, but you know what Rudy's saying, it's he he hit it right there. I mean, it's definitely on point. Yeah, you know, because. We, like Angel mentioned, we've done this for three years, right? We're, we're on our third year now, and we scramble to try to stay on top or to sure. stay, stay relevant or, or, or keep the momentum going, right? Uh, we started just audio, and now we're doing video. So I can only imagine, like, you've seen that, that times, you know. Transition, yeah. yeah tenfold, hundredfold. Evolution, hundredfold. I guess you yeah. can say, right? So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting seeing that. Hearing I that. think. I think what, what, what's happening right now is in terms of, let's say, where I came from, where I started. Radio is still trying to hold on and make that pivot point and not lose too much of their revenue, right? Yeah, uh, keep fair. that revenue and find ways to, to continue to be relevant going forward. Uh, you know, big radio companies that have transmitters have sold all the real estate that their transmitters are on mm. only to understand that they are going to pivot off of this eventually and go also just digital, digital going yeah. forward. And at that point, they will shed themselves of the transmitters, and suddenly you'll just have, you know, whatever radio, whatever yeah. entertainment, whatever it's going to be uh, going forward. And that's where we are right now in the industry, to tell you the truth. Um, <coughs> that pivot point, whenever that happens, that takeoff point, that might be between three and five years. It could be a little bit longer because who knows what happened here with coronavirus and how right. that slowed everything down yeah. and how we pick up from there. But, yeah, this this – Having to start today, in my opinion, kind of sheds you of all the weight that everybody else is carrying. You know, you don't have to worry about that. You, you just get in there, grab on and go, you know, and that and I think that's great. No, it, it, you're, you're dead on. Right. Uh, again, bringing it back to to us, like we're we're not like the other podcasts. Right. Like for us, it's a lot of banter. 
we curse a lot and but that's because this is our plan. No, not with you today. Yeah, we're, 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 trying to, we're, we're trying to be more, uh, more civil today. <laughs> yeah. But but we, we but this is our platform, so we just de- we determine okay. what we're doing, right? Where I know as an well, hence the name, right? Straight from the stands. You know, it's really a lot of what's coming from the stands. I mean, we are real supporters, and I'm not saying that other podcasts aren't. I'm saying that you know we're there nonstop. You know, ninety plus minutes, always behind, and we bring that same type of element of hey, these guys are there. We're bringing it here to the pod, but we also know enough about soccer to sound competent from time to time from time to time from time to time you guys you guys you guys know you guys Most know more than you're giving yourself credit yeah and i appreciate that yeah you know that's that's good to know you know it's we, it, it's a little bit about joe titino how, how you came about but that's how did galaxy happen you know obviously you're 30 years with this company well, at this radio station mm-hmm. what happened after that how did you end up working for the Galaxy? Because you've been with the Galaxy since day one. Is that correct? Well, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. You guys heard me on the public uh, the public address for the very first game, and uh, that was kind of my start with the Galaxy. But but the Galaxy organization at the time, uh, the ownership group, and the thought process was uh, not they weren't they weren't all that interested in in having English media at that time. It was more mm-hmm. of it was more of towards the Hispanic market. Uh, and, right? Yeah, and so that's to hear mother time. That's what I grew my, up and, with. Yeah. And my situation was, uh, well, they asked me. They said, "You, you, are you bilingual?" I said, "Well, I'm bilingual. Yeah, I can speak Italian and English, English and Italian." <laughs> and they wanted somebody to be obviously English and Spanish for that first right. year. So, so my full full time really starts in '97. Uh, okay. When the Galaxy joined my station at that time was Extra Sports 690, and we created what was called Galaxy Talk. And it was nice. myself and Rick Davis. Uh, Galaxy Talk was 98, excuse me, 97 and 98. And then English television radio really became full time for the Galaxy. And that's when I really got an opportunity uh, to do Galaxy play by play. My play by play career, though, began in 1994 doing indoor soccer before oh. before MLS was around. And, uh, and I was, the club was in Anaheim, played at the okay. what's called the Pond at the time, the Honda Center, the yeah. Anaheim Splash. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, was a, there was a team at the Forum. Uh, what was it? L.A. United played at the Forum. Uh, and, of course, the old San Diego team was around. And there was a team in Sacramento. Danny Pena played for the Sacramento okay. Knights. Um, you know, and so, uh, Dennis Hamlet. I don't know if you guys know this name, but Dennis Hamlet is now in uh, is a front office guy in Major League Soccer for the New York Red Bulls. I was an assistant coach with the Chicago Fire uh, for years. He played for the team in Anaheim. So okay. all these guys that they had no outdoor league anymore, really they had to go play indoors. And, and then eventually when MLS came around, some of the guys that were still young enough tried and played. Sean Bowers played in Kansas City. Um, there well, were you mentioned Danny Pena. Yeah. And right. Danny Pena came play for the Galaxy. So guys that were young enough went to MLS <laughs> and, and were able to play for the first couple of years before their careers eventually came to an end. And so that's what you had to do for soccer in this country at that time. It was a whole different world. We are we are light years ahead of yeah. where we were. Yeah. Quick, so quick do you recall your first game? Bro? Quick note. Oh, go ahead. Quick note. Quick note about Danny Pena. He coached me for about five years in club soccer with South Bay oh. Force. Okay. Oh, okay. So, All right. You know, I would say guy. The guy was a douche. Well, Danny Payne was an enforcer in the middle of the park, man. Yeah, well, there you go. That answer, like, tough guy. 
Anybody. It sounds like you're just, just soft. You're just soft, Chris. <laughs> yeah, just hey, soft, that's Chris. what I'm a legit. That's what I'm a legit fan. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Wow. Okay. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back here. Back to the galaxy. So obviously you're, you're, you you officially guy. started with '97, right? Uh, obviously you're part of the club since '96, as you know the uh, in stadium. But your first game, the actual. Do you recall which was your first game that you called for the galaxy? You did not. The first Galaxy game I called, I do not recall. Wow. I'm sorry. Interesting. I'm sorry. I, I, no, it's no. okay. It's probably no, it's, 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 somewhere it, in my house that it has it on there. But Well, that's what I was curious. Are you ever – well, have you ever wondered, like, which game did I did I do first? I mean, has it ever ever came up? Are you thinking about it now? No, I, I, no to tell you the truth. I think I can't find it in my mind in terms of which, which it could have been. It, there weren't that many teams back then. Yeah. yeah. We had, what, 12 when I started. Um, it may have been a Chicago. It may have been a Dallas. I mean, you remember these guys were doing round round robins. We had thirty. Yeah, round robins. <laughs> and really, we didn't have that many. Yeah. You know, other teams that we had, we saw everybody multiple times. All right. Well, so then let me ask you a question. Then, what, what has been your favorite moment so far? And I guess since '97 till now, because it's been a lot, a yeah. lot of great moments, a lot, a lot of, of bad them. moments too. There's a lot of them. I mean, uh, you know, every every championship that I've been able to call, I've called eight of the nine that the team has been in. Uh, certainly every winner, of course. Um, you know, the one that comes to mind, you guys have been talking about, or actually the Galaxy has been showing from time to time here in the, the 2002, the championship. Yeah. That meant so much for so many different reasons, being in the final and losing, mm -hmm. uh, and then finally getting this one done. Uh, that, was a, that was a big deal. Um you know, the 11 and 12 was incredible under Bruce and the reemergence re of yeah. the team, reemergence of what we thought would be the dynasty that turned into the dynasty. Um, it, it, you know, 2014 certainly was a great a great year as well. Uh, there, there are a lot of different moments, uh, even though we didn't broadcast it on television and it wasn't a regular season game. David Beckham takes the field against Chelsea in that exhibition game in 2007. Yeah. That was incredible. Um uh, you know, Zlatan's 500th goal, uh, Landon Donovan's 135, uh, wow. setting the record there. Uh, you know, th those, those are the things that kind of come to mind when I'm starting to think about it. Um, the bad ones, um, you know, the final against DC in, uh, at, at new England, uh, uh, in 1999, uh, you know, Robin Frazier gets taken out. It probably should have been a red card. In fact, nothing happened. Robin Frazier's out with a separated shoulder and unfortunately mm -hmm. a pass back from, from, um, um, oh my God, the name just left my head, but on to Kevin Hartman and unfortunately took a bounce. Kevin couldn't find it, led to a goal and the galaxy were tra trailing from there. Yeah. Uh, that was a tough one. The loss in 2001 in overtime when Dwayne DiRosario yeah. uh, gets that oh, breakaway. God. Uh, oh, don't say that name. <laughs> just, uh, that, was a, just <laughs> that was a difficult one. Uh, honestly, the one that bothers me more than anything was probably the 2009 loss in penalty to, to RSL. Yes. Seattle? Yeah. Yes. You know, in Seattle. That one, that one to me, when it, when it went to penalties, uh, I had the feeling that they were going to pull it out. And, and you look at the guys who took the shots for the Galaxy and you say, wow, these guys, you would never think they miss and certainly not landed. Yeah. And, and the other guys who missed on with their opportunities, uh, any other time you'd think they're automatic and and the pressure was on yeah. and yeah. It just it didn't work out that way. Nick Raimondo was incredible, as we all know, yeah. Uh, yeah, as a penalty stopper. Yeah. Yeah. Question. Uh, to be at that uh, game. Question, yeah, question Joe. Um, 
uh, when it comes to the, you just said it, it frustrates you that 2009, do you find yourself becoming emotional during the game where as a fan, you're watching this as a fan and uh, uh, does that come into play for you? Oh yeah. The fans are there. I just have to put yeah. them behind me. Yeah. The fan is there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I've heard plenty of people say that they cover the team and it's hard for them to become a fan. And to me, it, it, it's, I, I can't find myself seeing that if I'm doing something day in and day out of my life, it's hard not to become a fan. Yeah. yeah and to root for them even a bit, even if you're not a fan of the sport, but um, yeah. I know George actually had brought this up and we didn't include it in the, um, in the document. I thought that's what he was about to ask you because you mentioned, for example, the, uh, the, the Chelsea game, a game that you didn't cover. And you just mentioned against some of, some of this, right? Sometimes you, well, I did cover you're watching radio. Game. Though. We didn't do TV. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, so how does it work? For example, I know some games when Fox runs has a game or ESPN has a game. Are you still covering the game for yeah. internal uses? Yeah, we're doing we're doing the audio broadcast. If it's on the road, okay. it's usually Kevin Hartman with me. It's at uh, either LAGalaxy.com, the, the app. YouTube, right? Uh, okay. You, on YouTube, yes, yep. exactly. I didn't know that. Sometimes okay. Sirius XM will pick us up. Uh, nice. home games huh. and so forth so we have a national broadcast in terms of that in a traditional way to a certain degree uh and so yeah i one of the things i do enjoy doing is doing every galaxy game i, I don't like spot work and, and the galaxy has been great they've allowed me to do that and, and spectrum's been great allowing me to do that as well and, and so in that regard i i can be at every game and and, uh, and can continue my rhythm i like to be in a rhythm uh, doing games. And when you just miss out on things, you, you, you've missed out on a big chunk that leads to what the next story is going to be. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's a great transitional point. Uh, I know Rudy had some things that he wanted to cover here specific to game day. So I'll, I'll let him take uh, take over from here. Yeah. You know, and it's back to what we are saying, right? Uh, for us, we took, <laughs> we took three weeks off at the end of the year and we came back and, and we we're just getting our our wheels back in motion, right? Like right. it was really bumpy the first the first couple of weeks when we, when we took the break off. Um, so it's crazy to see that you like doing every game, you get the chance to do every game. But what's the setup setup like? So for home games versus away games, like what what are your routines? What are what are your warm ups or whatever whatever you do to get ready yeah. for these games? My routine is pretty simple, and uh, I take a lot of a lot of heat for it. Not heat, but just uh, people joke and tease me over it because I'm the early bird. I like to be at the stadium early. I mean, they're lining the field when I walk into the stadium. That's how. <laughs> I still sleep by then. The heads yeah. are not enough, but I love it. I love being early. I love having the day come to me, and and uh, and certainly sometimes when Kobe and I are doing home games uh, on television, he'll call me. Where are you? And I'll be driving <laughs> up, and and I and he and he does it just to have some fun with me, and and I and I get a chuckle out of it as well. But I really like being early uh, to to the stadium, and and the the away games is a little bit different. It's we're under some constraints that mm-hmm. we're not necessarily allowed in, um, but I still get there early. Uh, you know, my the radio the radio is a little bit different because I do the setup as well. Okay. And so and so I like to be there early enough to set it up. And, and if something goes wrong, I have enough time to to make sure it all works. Yeah. Um, but but I, I just like being early to everything I do in terms of broadcasting, because uh, so many things can go wrong. You like to be in the right place at the right time. And there's just a lot of parts to the day that you just like to ingest. I mean, I, once the game, it's a flow for me, it's a flow. And to get into the flow of the day is important for me. Is that why you don't travel with the squad? Like uh, from the from the hotel to the stadium? 
No, I, I think the media, we either we'll be on a media bus mm -hmm. sometimes, which, you know, and the team, the team is together and that's the way it should be. And the media, radio guys, TV guys, whatever you want to call us, we're in, we're in with the PR staff and, uh, and the, okay. social mm -hmm. staff. the social staff is also on there as well. And the videographers, videographers are on that, on that bus as well. And so that's just part of how the team operates, which I think is the right way to do it. And I ask it, sorry, Rudy, because I have a vivid memory of you. And I think, Rudy, you were in Chicago 20, what year did, they, did we go? 14. No, it wasn't 2014. Um, no, no. I'm like, yeah, no. I already know what you guys are talking about. 2016. Yeah, okay, 2016. 2018. When it was freezing cold. Yeah, Whatever, yes. Right. So it was the last two years yeah, ago. 2018. Yeah, like three three years ago. So there's this vivid mind that most of us in ACB have because we, we obviously walked out of the stadium from the away end. <laughs> we had no clue because that was our first, a lot of our first time in Chicago. Well, at that, at a play, was it Plainview, Plainview, wherever the stadium is? Bridge. Yeah, we had no, yeah, Bridgeview, Bridgeview sorry. Yeah. And we had no clue, no idea where the Ubers are picking up or what the mm -hmm. deal is. Well, it turns out that they were not prepared. The stadium was not prepared because that was the biggest turnout that they've had in years yeah. because of Slatan. Sure. Right. Um, so the place was crazy packed and the Ubers apparently were blocked off where they couldn't get to the pickup station. So I guess because it's super freezing, we're a bunch of guys from L.A. and well, a bunch of guys and girls from L.A. Some of us are kids like myself. <laughs> right. It's crazy freezing. I mean, it's not the prepared game. for it at all. Yeah. We've talked about this so many times. That's definitely been the coldest games of our lives. And we've been to a lot <laughs> of cold games. Cold. We've been to a lot of really cold games, a lot of away games. But we talk about it, you know, we were under this bus stop, just covered there for, we put all the kids in there, like the, and, and you know, and, and the, I guess, the, us, I don't know, mm -hmm. how you can say, the, us, I guess, more healthier ones were out in the front, you know, provide <laughs> the heat for the kids, you know, the grown ups, you know, so the kids, right. yeah, the front lines, right? So we go, we chivalry, go first. Chivalry, it's called chivalry. I don't want to say it because people, right, I don't want to say it because then people are like, oh, you know, but then it's we were not a term you associate with Angel. That's why he didn't want to say it. <laughs> right, <know>? right, right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I'm talking to Antonio, Antonio Magana, and here goes Joe Titino walking by. With, I think you had a, a, a roller backpack or something. That and we're was like, my, my equipment and whatever. Oh, there you go. Was. Yeah. And, and we just, we looked at each other. Wait, is that Joe Cicino? <laughs> and everyone was like, is that Joe? Is that Joe? We're like, Joe, what are you doing here? And I forgot what he responded to. I think it may have been Osman or somewhat because we expected for you to be with, with the squad. But I guess you were also looking looking for your Uber or I, I don't know. Like, was, what happened that day? I'm my, curious. My Uber never arrived. Okay. Uh, canceled on me without calling me or telling me. And uh, I had a flight out of Midway Airport, the one that's really close there. Right. Midway's not too far away from that air, that uh, uh, stadium. And so I was basically just trying to get to my flight. And so I ended up having to leave the stadium and walking on to a corner somewhere and hailing a cab. And uh, I can say this now. The cab said – and it it's what, maybe a 12-minute drive, something like that, really short. 50 bucks or I won't take you. And I wow. said, I said, Okay. I said, you better get me there because my flight is taken off. And he goes, I'll get you there. I'll get you there. And sure enough, he got me there just in time. And I got him. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we paid, we paid, I think it was like $100 <coughs> to get there because of the traffic. The, the sure. just rate got bigger. And then right. we ended up paying like 140 to get back to the city oh. uh, because because yeah. of the traffic and everything, right? So yeah. like, I think we paid more in in Uber rights to there and back than we did on our flights to Chicago. 
just because it was yeah. ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, it Chicago was super prepared. Prepared. Yeah. one of our one of our fun uh, road trips again because going to the Soldier Field when we are when we're playing yeah. there when the Galaxy's playing there is going to be nice. uh, uh, something special. Yeah, but well, last, last time we were there, the Galaxy <laughs> won the Western Conference Final, so I'm pretty happy about that. We actually have our flights. We actually have our flights booked for that game for this year. <laughs> Uh, th- th- yeah, well, uh, yeah, at this point, mm, I don't think it's going to happen hurts, anymore. But, actually, but, I need yeah. to correct myself. The last time we were at the original Soldier Field was the 2001 final. Mm-hmm. We were at the we were at the new one as well, but that didn't leave a uh, very fond yeah, memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. But all right, uh, we're moving on. And thanks for that. That's uh, some good stuff right there. I know Chris also wanted to cover a few things here. I'll let Chris do his thing. Yeah, so um, just... So, so for people that don't know, and I've seen you around the stadium, um, I always see you with Kobe, you know, mm-hmm. and at one point in my life, you know, I, I honestly thought you were a Galaxy employee. And there was plenty of times that I was drunk and I would come up to you like, Joey, what's up with the team? Why isn't the team performing? Why don't you, you were, I don't work for the Galaxy. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I do work like, for the Galaxy. Thank goodness. <laughs> and, and thank you to the Galaxy that I, that I do work for the Galaxy. But, uh, but in terms of uh, the inner's what's going on with the club and things like that. I don't think it's right for me to even share that. Uh, just like I talked about earlier, rhythm and, and organic, what happened to the broadcast happens in an organic way. Yeah. Right. 100%. Yeah. So sorry oh. about that. Go ahead. No, you're good. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. good. Drunk Chris, drunk Chris <laughs> it's okay. You can just brush them off. Be like, go away, Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so just, just to talk about your analysts and what do you guys like, besides the whole getting there early, getting prepared, how do you guys get prepared for a match? What do you guys like get ready to talk about? How how does that phase take like what takes place during hour during before, the week thirty minutes before yeah. Yeah. during actually, the week before it game, actually like, starts during the week yeah like yeah. your warm up yeah. yeah it start it starts during the week if we're doing a TV game uh, usually we will uh, we will all talk amongst ourselves with the producer uh, Matt Graham is usually our producer on Spectrum and, and we'll probably fire an email around in terms of uh, what are the topics, what do we think we need to talk about off the top, uh, things like that we want to watch for. Mm. Uh, one of the things I always ask about is, is let's pay attention to milestones mm-hmm. uh, because we don't want to miss them, certainly. Oh, nice. uh, and we, and we want to make sure that uh, if, if they're happening in that game that we give it the proper due. Uh, and so we've been pretty good on that, thank goodness. Uh, but those <laughs> Who's are the, the milestones? Well, Galaxy PR usually has, has them okay. in the game notes. Okay. And, and what I like to do is have our producers pay attention to what's going on because they may happen in the game and, and we're talking about the storyline of the game and we don't want to miss that yep. and, uh, and and Galaxy PR does a very good job of updating us on what's going to happen or what could happen this particular game uh, that might be coming up but it usually starts on a Wednesday for a Saturday game uh, for me my personal prep is always going on I mean I can tell you right now that I'm checking the Galaxy stuff I'm checking uh, MLS stuff I'm checking via ESPN soccer stuff uh, all the time, maybe two and three times a day. And as we get closer to game day, whatever drops that it, that might I might want to at least put in the back of my mind uh, is there. Um, it's not it's not written down. It's not in a notebook. It's it's more of looking, ingest it, understand it, have the ability to mental recall it yeah. uh, when a game is underway and something's happening. Um, I, I told somebody before. I can't look down at notes in the middle of a game. Yeah. The game is going on. Yeah. We're going to miss, we're going to miss a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to miss a lot. And, and, yeah. and so it's, it's very important for me to kind of have that mental recall um, and go from there. And 
with the help of the producers, then we're usually on target. You see, okay, boys, wait, hold on, before wait, you go yeah. on, you see, boys, yeah. we got to figure something out, right? We we are super <laughs> retroactive, right? We'll miss something, come back two weeks later, hey, guys, three weeks ago, we said something that was not right, or we missed something three weeks ago, so <laughs> right. we got to figure this yeah. out, guys. We're not doing it right. I don't think we, I don't think we have it right. But, and to add to that, because obviously you're not looking at notes, right? And obviously, I imagine you probably study other teams. You're probably watching other MLS sure. games to, to know the other players. But how do you do that? If, if there's a play that you don't know, right? If I'm if I'm hearing Joe Tatino, if I'm watching the game, or if I'm at, uh, at one of the viewing mm-hmm. parties, right? How how do you get every single player's name right, or ah. or just everything? I, I mean, I, I can tell you that time. my colleague George here, he has problems with with uh, with Twitter, Twitter. names. Twitter. Twitter names. Yeah, he struggles with listen, Twitter names, and they're in front of him, and he has the times to read them. Yeah, with you, it's it's easy. Yeah. Well, it seems well, that way. Not easy. You make it look that it's, way. It's, right, it, you make it, really it look easy, easy. Right. And second uh, question, what's the hardest name that you've ever had to mention? On top of that question that he asked, what's the hardest name ever? Oh, Milia Ronzi was not easy to say Milia during the Ronzi. run of the game. I, you, I heard you say it, and I couldn't repeat it. He was difficult to say during the run of the game because sometimes you're saying that name two, three, four times in a row, right? And what they're doing and so forth along the way. And that was not an easy one to do. Um, I don't know which other one. Uh, Oh, gosh, there's a there's a couple out there, I'm sure. But it's almost the same as hockey. I think I think at the end of the day, you know, the hockey names, you look at them on their jerseys and you say, oh, my God, what a difficult name that is. Mm -hmm. But once you get into, you know, you say it a few times and you understand where where the syllables are and so forth, you're able to you're able to get it going. Um, The opposing team is a little more difficult. The Galaxy players, eventually, you know, them all and you. You know, it's it's easier. Um, but usually for me, it's always, you know, the first 10 minutes of a game, you know, just to have a pretty good idea what the other team is doing, get into the rhythm of the game. Uh, you know, 50, first 15 minutes of the game, somebody's pressing somebody. Somebody might have the better of the game. So you have to be focused on that a little bit more because the goal could be coming. Um, but I, I also, sorry, don't mean to interrupt, but I think mm-hmm. that it, it kind of, gets a little easier for you because for example like when i watch games on tv i may not see the player name or number or i may not be tracking it but i i track their position you know sure. so yeah. i know for example for sure like okay steers has a ball that's where he usually hangs around or even like like a, when i'm watching european games you know ryan giggs is off on the wing or something so like i know that that player is there Hey, an example, all right. But I think it's so it's a little easier ready for you that unless there's like a big change, correct? It is. It is. But you have 22 guys out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 it's not basketball. You know. Well, so does that mean you're a good tactician then? If you're paying attention to these things, you're are you a good tactician? Should you be a coach? Should you be coaching the Galaxy? No. Coach me. Okay. Go to Question, Joe. You you have all the information. So say you you're you're listening to all. You're you're getting prepared for game day. Can you remember a stat from say 1997? Can we say that you're a Galaxy historian? Um, that's a tough one. A lot of times it'll get blurred up for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I will blur. I will. I could blur a game into a different year. Unfortunately. Yeah. That is a I can pick out moments in Galaxy history. But if you told me if you grabbed a game from 1997 or 2002. I, you know, I might remember that game, but I might get I might get the year wrong. 
Gotcha. That's that's Got a lot it. of okay. Uh, okay. that's okay. a lot of data. Well, it's understandable. I mean, it's a lot of games that you've had to cover. A lot of years, a lot of seasons. You know, good years, bad years, you name it. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, not too many bad years. I've been lucky. Yeah. I've been one of the lucky ones in this league. We've had a lot of good years for the Galaxy. Yeah, I got it. Here, gotcha. Before we move on, I got a question, and he he's gone now, so it probably doesn't matter. But I still am curious, right? Was it Skelvik or Shelvik? I called him Shelvik for for as long as he was here. Okay, I'll tell I'll tell you how this went down. All here right. Oh, here we go. And this, and this and this is exactly how I do this with guys that I'm I I'm not sure about their names. I will actually walk up to them and say, "How do you pronounce your name?" Mm-hmm. And in in uh, Jorgen's case, he goes, uh, "How do you pronounce it?" I said, "Well, your pronunciation guy says Skelvik." He goes, "Then do it that way." I'm saying, "Okay, but you're not telling me how you pronounce it." But that's how it stuck uh, with me. Now, gotcha. guys who've done games with me, guys who've done games with me have have gone with the Shelvik. Yeah. Uh, along the way, I know that other other announcers around the league have done the same thing, and this went on for the time that he was with the Galaxy that we would go back and forth <laughs> on this with with the PR and PR goes, this is how he pronounces his name. So I'm like, OK, well, that's how we're going to do it, because you don't want to do that. You don't want to make a mistake. And then certainly you don't want to do it on purpose. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's why it stayed Skelvik for me throughout his career with, with the Galaxy. Yeah. Listen, well, it, I, I'll buy it. You know, I, I bought into yeah. it. But, you know, it just but it's it's one of those names, right? Like one of those names that. Yeah, you no, say Skelvik, yeah, and yeah, that works. But you know, I say Shelvick. Oh, we had the same cool. thing to start the season here with the the pu- the pu- the Oh, it was so hard for us. Started in <laughs> last year. Last year at uh, Galaxy Two, it was Depew throughout the season. This year, it gets underway, and all of a sudden, we see again on the pronunciation guide Depoy, and I'm like, okay, that's not. I don't remember saying Depoy, but. Start the year off as Depoy, and sure enough, we get back. No, 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 it's Depew. Said, okay, well, it's Depew. Now, some people that know baseball, there was a president of the, I believe, the American League that had the same last name, and it was pronounced Depuy. So some names are a little bit difficult yeah. to, to figure out along well, the way. See, and for us that we watch, you know, soccer religiously, Memphis Depoy goes by Memphis Depoy. He doesn't go by Depuy, so it's interesting. And but obviously, he's from I, he's from the Netherlands, right? I just. I I, yeah. I I think somebody I don't know where it is, but I heard uh think Pepe Le Pew and I was like, cool, Le Pew. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was that's, that's what I'm going with. That, that was one of the that was one of the uh analogies given to us. We're like, okay, well yeah. but that's All how right. we'll do it. That's how it went. Well, and is it stairs or steers? Because Chris is always saying steers. Steers, yeah. Steers. Uh stairs. It's stairs. Thank Daniel. you. All right, appreciate it. All right, we'll, we'll move on from it's here. So for me. That's that's some good stuff there. Um this is, uh, I know, it's something that we really wanted to cover. And uh, George, I'll, I'll let you uh, take it over from here. This is something that we all want to do, but I'll let you, I'll let you take it over from here. So, Joe, you've been in SoCal, you could say, all your life. You uh, went to school, San Diego. You moved up. You're now, you're now in LA. Have you Actually, ever my met San Diego, guys? I wanted to clarify oh, that. I, yeah. Oh, where's your home? I'm still in San Diego. Oh, my oh, family. oh you're still in San Diego. Diego. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. So you travel game day from San Diego to LA? Yeah. No wonder you wow. want to Now, there's another L.A. announcer that lives in San Diego and has been doing it longer than I have. Who? Stu Lang. Oh, okay. Nice yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. getting to that topic of, of L.A. announcers, have you ever met the legendary announcers, the Chick Hearns, the Vince yeah. Gullies, the, uh, the Bob Millers? Yes. Have you met all of them? Yeah. In fact, I'll, I'll talk to you. I, uh, yes. I met uh, Chick. I met uh, Bob Miller. Nick I mean, Nixon. you just mentioned Stu Lance, and he's okay. still pretty, pretty known. Yeah. 
Yep, Stu Well, now too. I'll tell you right now, I the Kings used to be on my station. Yeah. Ninety when Wayne Gretzky was uh, uh, with the cool. Kings, and so when I was just getting into the business, the Kings used to simulcast radio and television, and so Bob Miller and Nick Nixon would do the games on radio and TV together. And uh, well, I was one of the studio engineers for, wow. the, for a short time. And, and so that was wow. I dipped my toe into the, the broadcasting that way and getting to know those guys. Um, Chick Hearn guy. I met Chick Hearn do, through producing uh, shows. And Chick was a guest periodically with us. Um, Vince Scully, I haven't I, I'll be honest, I've never had the the honor of speaking to him in person. I've been around him. But I have never met. I've never had a conversation with him in person. Although I grew up listening to him uh, with Dodger games on television, as well as the game of the week when he was on NBC with Joe Garagiola. Yep. Uh, that's the, the broadcast team that I remember when I was a kid. Uh, and uh, there's nobody better than those guys. Nobody. Do you ever find yourself like, say, you, you were you listened to Chick Hearn or to Vince Scully growing up? Do you ever find yourself? picking up any characteristics or qualities that they had in their announcing and now you take it with you and you make it your own? Or is there some things that you see that you want to do or build upon? I, I think I, I take my broadcast, I think uh, style probably takes from a lot of different people. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up with a guy named Randy Hahn in San Diego. He's now the voice of the San Jose Sharks. And he was also uh... on, he was on the Kings broadcast <laughs> as well. Uh, but he was my first influence as a as a child, right? right. Um, I had I saw a lot of Laker games, and so I certainly got a, a taste of what Chick was all about. And, and to me, Chick was the biggest fan of the Lakers, and, and Chick would praise him, and yes. Chick would always tell you, he would also tell you that somebody wasn't playing well, mm-hmm. and, and and that part I've always respected. Um, Bob Miller, the, the the pace of Bob Miller is so smooth. The way he does oh, it, man. Uh, My personal favorite of all time. Great, great. No, eventually you'll get there. Eventually you get there. <laughs> I hope so. Someday, someday, someday. But just, just a great gentleman is Bob Miller and Nick Nixon for that matter. Uh, in he terms, still, of, he still calls him. Yeah, he does. On the in radio. Terms of, in terms of Vin, I, you know, Vin has is 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 just an encyclopedia. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he can do so many sports. It wasn't just baseball for him. He can do so many things. Um, that's, that's a hard one. And I think a lot of people would like to be Vin Scully and they just can't. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Yeah, I definitely agree. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Go, go. This is one of the things that's hard about being in different places right now with, you know, the way we're quarantined. Go ahead, Chris. (laughs) Uh, Andres Cantor. You ever ever work with him or, or know him personally by any chance? I mean, that's a big Latino um, person. Yeah. Uh, before him, there was a guy named Tony Tirado that I used to watch as a, as a kid. Uh, but Andres, I, I've met him. I've watched his work, certainly, uh, especially during the 1982 World Cup, where the Hispanic stations were showing all the games live. So we had to watch it that way. And, and the American stations <laughs> weren't not necessarily doing that uh, at the time. And, and so I got a lot of Andres Cantor uh, during that time. Um, he's he's a very rapid a broadcaster mm-hmm. um, that for whatever reason, uh, when we Americans do that, uh, people kind of frown upon it. So we try to find that balance. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's bit- what I wanted to get to because, and again, I grew up with Rolando Los Gonzalez, right? Just the Spanish version. So to me, hearing Galaxy Games, 
on well, whenever I was with my dad, you know, going from one place to work to another in the van and we're listening to the games when we couldn't go to the stadium or if they were away, we're listening to Rolando Luis Gonzalez. And obviously he has that nickname at Veloz for a reason. Right. right. Have you ever paid attention to his work, you know, given that you guys have been around? Well, you guys have you guys are around. We see each other all is the he, time. We say hello he still, to each other. Does he still work for the still work for the Aussie? I believe so. Okay. I could be wrong, yeah, but I believe I don't, so. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I can't find the uh, the Spanish broadcast anymore. At least I can't. I don't know if you know where this, where I can find it, but I'm not able I to find I, it anymore. I'm sorry, but, I don't. But uh, but uh, in terms of the, the Hispanic broadcasters, I'm broadcasting the game as when that when they are. So yeah, I can't really yeah. pay attention to what they're doing. I I have my own work that I'm trying to figure out. Right? Yeah. So, um, but what has your relationship been with him? I've had good relationships with all the broadcasters. They've always been kind to me, and I try to be respectful to them. Uh, I think it's very important to do that. Um, <laughs> if you're getting into this business and you think you're better than somebody else, that person's going to remember you. Yeah, Trust me. I bet. <laughs> okay. Well, question. At the end of your Galaxy tenure, right, and hopefully that's still years from now and you have all you know, 10 of your fingers filled with rings. Fingers crossed. Yep. Do, yep. You, do you think or do you see yourself being in that upper echelon of – of announcers of mm. the LA guys, you know, because LA guys are legendary yeah. across yeah. the board. It doesn't matter what part of the world you are, you know, Vince Scully. You, well, right. not the world, but at least in the U.S., right? Yeah. The people that, that watch, you know, the NBA, that watch, um, mm. you know, the NHL, and that watch, you know, the baseball. Cool. They know Vince Scully, they know Chick Hearn, and they know Bob Miller. That's sure. the thing, right? And again, these are genuine, you know, voices for our people. Because you know, you, you'll watch a New England Revolution broadcast, and it's an English guy with an American guy. No, this is what we have here. It's genuine, right? And that's what you are. You are genuine. You're a SoCal guy. Kobe Jones is a SoCal guy. This is a home thing. But when all said, when all things are said and done, and you know, we get to that point eventually, we are honoring you at the stadium. Do you do you want? Do you think you're going to be in, in that in that upper echelon, guys? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I think so that's hard. that's not for me to say honestly. Yep. And I, I think I just have a lot of work to do. And, and right now. I'm the luckiest guy around because I've been able to do it uh, for most of my career. And uh, hopefully I can do it to the end of my career. Well, listen, I told the guys, and then my first tattoo is going to be Joe Tatino I'm sorry? Then my first tattoo is going to be Joe Tatino across my chest. I'm sure there are better names. Better names and more important names if you end up doing that. But no, I don't know what to say about that. I think, I think, to me, it's it's uh, being able to do it every year. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's just a blessing for me. Uh, was that be, ever a goal for you, though? To be and the, what? That, to be, among the greats, yeah. just to be recognized as, as one of the greats. Um, my goal right now is to do the best job I can possibly do. That's that's my goal. Uh, you know, recognizes the greats. I come on. I mean, you were talking. Look at the names we're talking about here. You know, I, I, I can't, I can't. Even. I mean, you ask us, and obviously we're, we're Galaxy fans, right? If there's, if someone asks me, who do you want to hear, you know, calling Galaxy game, Joe Tino. Yeah. If it's uh, obviously, and, if I'm talking about an English, right? If I'm in Spanish, because if I'm listening to Italian, I want Joe Tino, right? Okay. If I'm Italian or, or English, Joe Tino. Spanish, you know, obviously, because you don't speak Spanish, you're not, you're bilingual, but not Spanish according to Galaxy, right? <laughs> um, but it's if you ask us, I mean, that's my generation. You know, growing up, I've listened to Joe Tino. Now my kids growing up, all they know is Joe Tatino, right? When it comes to Stigaxi, they know your voice. They recognize your voice. So if you ask me, you're definitely on that track because you're synonymous 
with LA Galaxy. Yep. People say it's yep. the voice of the LA Galaxy. Listen, just like, we don't have to go that far, right? When you came on and we heard you, we all thought LA Galaxy games, right? Your voice is synonymous with the team at this point. So, and, yeah. and you know, it's our opinion, right? It's just our opinion. But we, at least to me, like, your name is synonymous with the team. And that's that's the that's the one thing you guys said. Well, not the one thing, but what you share in common with the Vince Scullys and everybody else, right? Is that they were synonymous with the team they they broadcast. And, and you know, that's what we, at least personally, that's what I think. That's how we feel, yeah. right? And that's obviously, we we, yeah. Well, and it's, it's my honor, guys. It really is my honor. I mean, yeah. to make you guys, if if I somehow uh, enhance the broadcast uh, to make uh, you guys feel good about it and feel good about what we do, Kobe and I, and, and on radio, Kevin and I, uh, for the away games, and, and, and Megan Reza on the TV with us as well, if we can make you guys feel good about the club and, and – uh, you guys have that type of retention towards us and, and that feeling towards us. It's just it's just an honor. I mean, for me, it's just a huge honor, um, you know. And so, you know, I, I just hope that I'm able to do it as long as possible. Yeah, hopefully. Man. I appreciate it. Yeah. And very classic, too. And and again, very real. Everything that you say, it's it's you don't sugarcoat things, at least at least I don't think so. You know, that's one thing I really enjoyed from, you know, uh, obviously you mentioned the Kings guys and even the current Kings guys there. They're pretty straightforward. If a player is having a bad game, they, they, or if a player made a mistake, or if a penalty was a legitimate penalty, you're gonna say it. No, that right. was a penalty. Like you, I get the. We know that you're our guy, but you're right. still a realist. It, that's yeah. one. Yeah, and we, and we dig that, and we love yeah. that. You know, it's, we don't know. We don't want no. No, but ref, what is wrong with you? That no. Yeah. It's, you say things how they are, and that's what I love the most about you. So thank well, you. And then if you guys ever, if you ever catch Joey somewhere at a at a party or at Stadium Club after the game, he will talk with you soccer and the galaxy. I, I've been caught myself a few times. I think Rudy saw us last time at the yeah. ACB holiday party. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a good hour and a half just going over the season yeah. what we and he, he'll do it, man. And it's everything. It's it's truthful what he believes. He sees it, and it's 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 respectable, you know. Yeah. Well, thank you. I listen. I we're we're an extension. We're an extension of the team to you guys, and 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 vice versa. The fans to the team, and I think that there's a responsibility to be available to you. Um, that you know we you know, maybe we can't do it all the time, but when there's important things for you guys, holiday parties, this particular uh, time that we're not able to all be together. I mean, listen. Let me tell you something. I might be helping you guys out tonight, but you're really helping me out tonight. Because I'm able to connect again with the club, yeah. and that's yeah. that's an important thing for me. So I thank you for that. Yeah. Speaking of Galaxy family, we do have a couple of questions mm-hmm. that they we reached out and uh, we wanted to know if we could ask you some questions from the Galaxy family. Can okay. I, can I throw Can I throw one in there? I'm sorry. Can I? Can I just yeah. Go for it. Uh, Chris has a few too. I know you have. You got some questions. Go ahead. Joe, you had a an incredible weight loss journey. Yes. And, and you look, you look great. You're healthy as hell. Thank you. Can, can you, you look better uh, than Rudy? Yeah, and, and I think you know a little selfishly, I'm asking that question because you know, listen, I I, I battle weight every day, right? No, I don't really battle. I kind of just I hang out with it. I hang out with the weight for now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I battle it. We hang out. Right, 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 right. Checking out quarantine, checking out the yeah. no, but you know, yeah. uh, it, would you mind sharing whatever you're comfortable with about your your your, your weight loss journey? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the whole thing. Uh, I've battled weight my whole life. I was a heavy baby. I was a heavy you child. You alluded to that earlier, too. A heavy yeah. uh, teenager, heavy adult. Um, got to a point where I was obese for my, for a very long time. 
in my life. And uh, it wasn't something that I wasn't worried about or laughed off in any particular way. I was always trying to work out and be in shape and, and figure this out. And, and along the way, you, you, I'm big boned. I'm this, I'm that. My brothers are skinny, by the way. They've been skinny their whole life. Uh, I was the only heavy one in my family. I ate the same food they did, but it just affected me that way. Yeah. Um, what happened was I was sitting in my office at the radio station one day and, and my office was closest to the kitchen. And, um, went over to, to the, the snack machine. And I said, okay, I'm going to get something healthy. And, and for me, it was a re, uh, was a M and M peanuts. Why? Oh, those are my favorite. Because the M and M, because the P <laughs> I told myself the, the peanut has protein, the peanut has. So I told myself <laughs> that. So I cop I caught my own, I caught my own junk. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And, and I and I just threw up my hands and I said, I need help. And I seeked help. And, uh, and I went on a program that um, uh, was bars and shakes and it forced me to eat. And along the way, I realized that I was like many other people that are obese in this country and in this world, that you you become a starver and a binger. And that was my routine. And uh, I would overwork out and then I would binge on top of that. And then I'd get guilty over that. I'd feel guilty over that. And then I'd starve myself. And everything was wrong. Everything was wrong. And, and uh, when you lose weight, what I learned when you lose weight is that you have to eat. You have to eat every two to three hours. And when you do, you have to make good selections along the way. Now, some people think I'm nuts uh, because, uh, you know, celery stalks are part of my breakfast. That's what I eat in the morning. Uh, and that's kind of how I go about my day. Uh, my workouts used to be 90 minutes a day. And sometime for a nine month stretch, I did 90 minute a day workouts twice a day before I went to work, after I went to work at night and so forth. And it was not working for me. But now my workout is basically 35 minutes a day. And there's a reason for that. My workout parallels the amount of food I'm bringing in. So I'm not overworking out. I'm, I'm right on target. And my body respond, responded. And, and uh, you know what? I lost 130 pounds and I've kept it off. Amazing. In fact, uh, I was here. Maybe we can help somebody tonight. When I stepped on the scale, when I finally had the guts to step on the scale at this at this uh, uh, program, this place, um, the body scan said I had 48 percent body fat on my body. All right. So just to give you an idea where I am today, this morning I did a body scan and I was at 10.2 percent body fat. Wow. And uh, yeah. I would never have said that about that's... myself ever, ever, ever. So so that's kind of what happened to me. I had to learn how to eat again uh, and eat properly and make good choices. And um, I wish I would have done it 20 years earlier right. because uh, I missed a lot of life. I missed a lot oh, of and, life. And when it comes to I me, mean, we're, we're bringing at least these guys know and I'm annoying about it all the time. We're on the pod here sometimes talking about protein shakes and. Yeah. And Garbs George is always making fun of my not making fun, but it's like a tease thing now where, you know, it's like my macros, my micros, <laughs> all types of acros. Right. And it's a thing because it's uh, eventually it's and I get it. These guys know. I mean, I had gotten pretty big at one point and like oh, three wow. years ago now, okay. three years ago now, yeah. I decided to right. It's about three years ago now. Right. Yeah, I got on, a, on a something my something that works for me, right? It's about right. finding what works for you, and I found what works yeah, for me, and right. I I lost about thirty pounds, and I'm basically probably in better shape, not in better shape, but I'm in almost there, you know, the shape that I was when I was, you know, playing soccer in college and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So it's I, I get it though. Again, it's three years, it's three years, and I'm still not at where I want to be, but I'm I'm on my way, definitely on my way. 
Good so, for you. Thank you. Going mm-hmm. back to you, Joe, like you're, you know, I, I remember seeing you. I think when I first saw you again, or when I first realized, I was like, I'm like yo, like yo, like my guy is a lot smaller than what the last time I seen. Right. right? And, <laughs> and and it, and it and it's and it and it kept going. And you, I mean, it's it's really dope to see something like that, right? Because it's you're you're a real person. Like I've seen it on TV before, and I've seen it on ads before. But they're not real people to me, right? Or they didn't. Right. There's no connection there. To see it from you, and it, I wanted to bring uh, it up just because, again, right? You see I, how it is. Because it's the voice of the galaxy. But when I do it, oh, it's not a big deal. But oh, you're annoying. Joe, I like, 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 I really you, like Joe. You, you know, you, I, you bring down everybody behind you. You drag them, and then you tell them about how amazing. No, just Rudy. I bring down Rudy. Just Rudy. Chris, Chris, Chris lost his weight, and I was proud of him, and I encouraged him. Rudy's a different story. No, but, but, but going, going back. That's to an you. amazing journey, Joe. That's, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Sharing. Yeah, we got uh, we got other questions so let's sure go. Right. go ahead how does it feel ahead, being the lo- longest tenured galaxy uh how does year 25 compare to year one um I'm that was from Max gonzalez on you twitter know, i guess he wasn't aware yep. that it's yeah you're you're uh well it's no i understand what they're saying but i was i was still paying attention to what the galaxy was doing trust me um <laughs> uh but uh it's a whole different story. I mean, this is this is not the same league it was uh, back then. I mean, honestly, it's just a whole different animal completely uh, in terms of how things were done. I mean, the way things are run by the Galaxy today because of all the uh, all they have available to them and the talent that's in the offices today. I mean, the Galaxy organization was big for the time, for the sake of argument, but really, really small compared to what is the LA Galaxy today. Um, I mean, there were only a handful of people making that go and everybody wearing three and four hats uh, in the early days of not only the Galaxy, but everybody else in, in Major League Soccer. And that's what soccer was in this country, not just in 1996 and 97 and 98 and whatever. It was 1979 and all the way up. There was, I mean, maybe the New York Cosmos back then probably had a bigger organization, but everybody else was, you know, just pulling rubber bands from here and there and trying to make it all go. And yeah. um, and so that's the early days was something like that in Major League Soccer. But, uh, I mean, I, you know, and uh, broadcast lines didn't work, um, you know, things like that. You would go into other places and, and just, I mean, there was one time we did a game in Mile High Stadium in Denver. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we're supposed to do it in one studio. And then there's a broadcast line there and it doesn't work. No broadcast line. And they couldn't move us. And I called the Galaxy PR guy and I said, hey, before you guys come to the stadium, again, me being the early bird, before you guys come to the stadium, we need 100 feet of cord, phone cord. They go buy 100 feet of phone cord. They bring it up. And we're running phone cord in the rafters. Uh, no of uh, of the broadcast area to to get us on the air and that's what we did and uh, and that's those are the things you do. Does that um, PR person still work for the Galaxy? Because I wonder if we ask them the question. I'm curious to know about what their adventure was finding the cord. Oh, it was a Radio Shack run. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> it was. Right, it was a Radio Shack one. Rest in peace, Radio Shack. That, that person doesn't no longer works at the Galaxy. These are the early okay. days. Uh, and, and so those are the type of things that that would happen. I mean, 2001. There's the the final, the Western Conference final. I fly into Chicago. Um, the hotel we're staying at is sold out. There's the room, even though I had a room, there was no room for me. And, <laughs> wow. and so and so I slept. I the night before the game, they put me in um, 
uh, one of those kind of catering rooms that you would have, you know, a room that you would have maybe a little party in and so forth. Yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, banquet, yeah. the banquet, so it's halls. A banquet hall. It's, yeah. it's a little banquet hall <laughs> at the very top, you know, where the where the where the at the very top where the air conditioners are and the air conditioners and the heaters are going off because it was cold that time. And that's those are the things yes. we kind of went through. Yeah. Today, it's a whole different story. You walk into a hotel today. It's no different than being part of an NFL team. You know, that's that's how far we've come. It's yeah. it's massive. It's it's not this. It's the same league, but it's not the same time. No way. And speaking about that, the fact that it was the early years, did you ever feel that the MLS might fold? And did you have a backup plan for that as far as your career? Uh, that question comes from Victor 138. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I was already running a radio station. Uh, some of you guys might know that I, I used to work. Jim Rome and I used to work together. I'm the original. No way. I'm the original producer of the Jim Rome show. And we worked together and created the, the national show together. It was myself, yeah. it was Jim, and it was one other guy that worked on the, the syndication of the show. Yeah. And by the way, when Jim worked with me and I worked with Jim, he liked soccer, just so you guys know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, times, times were a little bit different back then. But, yeah. but so I was already running the sports station. The station, the station was very big. It was it covered throughout Southern California. We were the we were the radio station for the Chargers. We were the radio station for the L.A. Kings. We were the radio station for the UCLA Bruins. Uh, and so we were covering Southern California like a, a giant umbrella right over yeah. Southern California. And so we were everywhere. And so in my case, I always loved soccer. Soccer was my number one thing. And so. I was always pointed towards getting into soccer in some way. Play by play would be my only way, really, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and so and so that that when you what you're talking about here in terms in terms of your question, the fallback was there. But yeah, soccer is the right. takeoff point for me in my mind. It's not a really a fallback. I didn't want to have to fall back. I'm looking at the takeoff point. And yeah. so soccer for me is the takeoff point. And we had the contraction of the league. And and frankly, you know. My colleagues were saying, see, I told you so. The league is not going to make it. It's going to be gone. It's going to be goodbye when the Florida teams went, went away. And that just didn't happen. I mean, Mr. Anschutz ran, I think, four teams. Uh, the Galaxy, yeah. San Jose. Um, he ran Col Colorado. Yeah, he ran more than four teams. Hold on a second. He ran Colorado. He ran D.C. for a time. And he ran the Metro Stars. Oh, that's Mr. Anschutz did. OK, uh, Lamar Hunt uh, and um, he had uh, FC Dallas or Dallas Burn at the time. And he had the Columbus crew. And, and then eventually what happened was uh, I think Robert Kraft. Yeah. At that point, ran just New England. At, New that England point, Russia, yeah. at that point. But in the early days, in 96, Robert Kraft ran the San Jose Clash. That was all. I mean, all that it was it yeah. was that's how this league was. I didn't now, know that. Yeah. now, you guys are very young. And this is also before my time. Go back to the American Football League. And it was kind of held together in the same way before it merged with the NFL. And so, you know, these gentlemen got together. They decided they wanted to get it going. They got Don Garber as the as the commissioner. And I think he was commissioner a couple uh, maybe a year or two before that all went down. And they came up with a plan. And and they made it happen. And, uh, you know, the stadium was built uh, at that time. It was Home Depot Center when it opened up. And uh, once that happened, that's when I felt in my gut, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be around, you know, because when when our stadium opened up, uh, that was a real stadium. Yeah. And, and a real facility. Yep. 
and, yeah, and we're not going in that changed. type of money. Swimming was it still is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Being with the galaxy for so long, do you have you ever found yourself saying, you know what, that's my favorite galaxy of all time? That's my favorite galaxy player of all time. Do you have a favorite galaxy player? Um, I can tell you who mine is. Okay, go ahead. Kobe, Kobe Jones. Kobe <laughs> Jones, your favorite galaxy player. Kobe Jones, my favorite. Yep. Um, I knew it. I knew it. You know, I, <laughs> of course, I, of course, I, I do. It's my favorite. I have a group of guys, Kobe's in there. I think. I think, uh, and I left them out of the article on an accident, but I think uh, the, the the one that had the most impact on the galaxy for the time that he played for the galaxy, and I really believe he was probably uh, the greatest uh, designated player uh, in Major League Soccer to this point, has to be Robbie Keane. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. You know, oh, yeah. You know, he, he really brought all that together. I'm not so sure the galaxy win those three championships without Robbie on the team. Uh, and certainly he's the catalyst that helped them win that other one that in 2011 when it started at all. Um, and so, you know, Kobe, of course, is the face of not only the galaxy, but I think today, if you still said who's the face of U.S. soccer, you're going to have a, no- a number of names, right? You'll have Landon Donovan. You'll have, uh, you know, some people might say Clint Dempsey, certainly Pulisic today. But there's still people. Yep. There's still people that will say Kobe Jones. Yep. And, and that tells you and that tells you <laughs> the impact that Kobe Jones has had on this game yeah. in this country. And that's you know what? That's a tip of the cap to him. Um, Land Landon was one of my favorites, of course. Uh, you know, to me, he's the greatest American soccer player of all time until Christian Pulisic eclipses eclipses his numbers. And and you have to do that in time. You can't just show up and say all of a sudden this guy's the greatest yeah. American player of all time because he's been here for a year. Yeah. That doesn't work. Nope. You have to it do it because injuries injuries are part of this game. Mm-hmm. And, it works and, with the uh, city also. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 a lot. I mean, the Carlos Ruiz years were incredible. Uh, they don't win in 2002 without Carlos Ruiz. Nope. Yep. You know? um, yeah. Yeah. You know, Kevin Hartman, of course, uh, you know, David Beckham for different reasons. Um, I don't have one. I can't give you one. I'm sorry. I, That's fair I, enough. You mentioned DP, you mentioned Robbie Keane. Let's talk about another DP, which was Slatan. Uh-huh. What about him do you miss, if anything? And would you have liked him to see him retire in a Galaxy jersey? What was your farewell for Slatan? What did you picture in your head when he came? I think he he's, he was everything that I thought he would be um, for, for the LA Galaxy and in this league. Um, there were questions because could this guy come back from a knee injury? Yeah. Would he take yep. it seriously? There are guys that may not take things seriously. Um, you didn't know, but but I think maybe Zlatan is probably the one player um, in this league could take over a game at any time. And I really believe he, when he was focused, when he was healthy, when he was motivated, he was two goals a game for the Galaxy, period. Yep. And, and that's how good he is compared to any other player against him. Uh, for a big player... Uh, the amount of uh, talent he has top to bottom, that's how good he was and is. Yeah, listen, it, it was one of my biggest frustrations with Slatan because I knew he could do that. I knew he could score two, two a game when he wa- whenever he wanted to, right? And so right. That, was my, that was my frustration with it. And, and, but the Galaxy didn't win a championship and didn't get to a championship with him. Now, that's, we have to remember that, too. I, uh, I, I didn't want to come back second year, right? Personally, I was because I, I, I think the team could play better 
could have played better without him or a different mm. striker. Mm. Yeah, listen again, right? Now, <laughs> listen, I, I'm not, I'm not, two games into the season, you're lucky the coronavirus thing happened because otherwise, <laughs> I'd be I'd be tearing this team apart right now. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't play was not ideal. Sidetrack. Sorry, but this is what the park is about. This is how we argue all the time. So you know, it's not foreign. It's not foreign, but I don't want to do it right now. What do you got there? Chicharito. Okay. I like him. Honestly, hey, listen, I, I like him. Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, obviously I watch him in training when I'm able to go. Um, when they were training, unfortunately, they're not right now. But I like his personality. I think he's very respectful. I think he really wants to perform. Uh, I do not believe he's one of those guys that's going to come over here and just take the money. Uh, I think I think the Galaxy has to figure out a way to get him the ball in, in ways that he can put the ball in the back of the net. And that's different than Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That's uh, just a whole different story. Not yep. the same player. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's fair that anybody asks him to be the same player. That's yep. not him. And it's not him with the Mexican team that we've seen so many times. And it's not, that wasn't him in Europe as well. So I think the Galaxy need to figure out what works. Yeah. And I think he will be productive. He's a young enough guy that cares enough and he does not want to go out the wrong way. And he has a nose for goal. You know, he's proven yeah. he has a nose for goal. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you just got to get him service. All right, we have any more? Yeah, that was it. Few. That was dope. Uh, that was it. Yeah, there's still a few. Um, and I'll go, I'll go down to them here. Um, game day rituals. Uh, this is actually from my friend Rob Moore. He had wanted to know, we do you have any game day it. rituals? But we, yeah, he's I like to take a walk around right. the stadium. Before the game, I like to say hello to everybody who's working, getting set up. Uh, I'll go into the Galaxy offices, say hi to them, uh, things like that. Uh, I like to do that. Um, I do go through the game notes and I'll notate certain things. I'll doctor it up a certain way, uh, depending on what's going on. But uh, I, I like to bring cookies to the staff if I can. Nice. <laughs> um, the, that's kind of how it is. I, I Take it as it comes, but there's no, there's no, I have to wear certain socks or anything like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just take note of the socks you wear when you win? Let's just try it out. If we ever come no, back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to. I'll try to. I used to do that as a kid. No, not anymore. Awesome. Uh, listen, like we said in the beginning and we'll say it now, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's really, really an honor for us. As you mentioned, you are the voice of the galaxy when it comes to anything broadcast. So, to have us to have you on on this podcast means a lot to us because again we're we're not your your normal podcast we're we're a little you know a little have different. you ever heard <laughs> have you ever listened to the podcast Joey by any chance I have not yeah okay. I'm sorry it, I no. no no worries no, 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 we know, no, we know okay. some people in the front office do so we're just curious if you did I um, <laughs> listen I really think thank you guys for thinking of me. Um, you know, that's, that's part of, you You guys talk about, you guys talk about, do you ever think you're going to be this? You're going to think this is what matters to me is how you guys feel about me. Yeah. Not what I feel about myself. You know, I, I have a responsibility to make, to make you guys, uh, proud. And, and, and if I can do that as a broadcaster, then we're all elevating together. And I, and I just want you guys to know, and anybody else who's watching tonight, I take this extremely um uh, extremely importantly it's a very big part of my life uh and so and so to be able to perform for you guys um 
is an honor. So thank you. Listen, I'll be I'll be one of the first to say that it shows. It definitely shows the everything that you put into your into your craft. It shows just for us to come on here, hear your voice, and automatically think of the galaxy. You're synonymous with them, and uh, we thank you. Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. Like my this. pleasure. My pleasure. Hopefully, we'll all be back soon. Yeah. At Hopefully. some point, in some weird way. Who knows? Maybe we have to start without fans. Maybe we do something in a weird sort of way, but. Hopefully we're able to to do this and and allow you guys to get into the stadium in a safe way and and once that happens and I'm sure I'm sure there are some smart people in, in Major League Soccer and certainly the guys at the LA Galaxy are trying to figure out ways to to make this happen in in a safe way for you and all of us and once that happens then uh, then we we've turned the corner let's put it that way right well look even if we can be at the stadium you've heard ACB multiple times so I'm sure you know All our songs time. right you can sing I, it from beginning to end you can do 90 I, plus minutes of ACB, <laughs> you know, ACB. that's all you gotta do you don't even gotta we just we, we'll watch we'll just scream between, and you just keep doing oh campione <laughs> between you guys and the Galaxians now you guys the, there were the Galaxians and the Ultras and I don't know exactly what the Ultras turned into but there was the Galaxians and then, then eventually the Riot Squad. And then you guys created ACB and the other ones that are coming with, again with Galaxy Outlaws as yeah. well that are they're right. on, uh, on the docket now. I love when the stadium goes from one side to the other with the chance. I love it. And, and, one day, and, and one day, if we could mic you guys a little bit more, as well as as long as you guys can keep it clean. I would I would think <laughs> our our stadium would sound a lot like European facilities if we get, are able to bring you guys into the game a little bit more. And that's what I really would like to do. And, and we'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. Little, I, I also uh, think I also think with the with Victoria block, that's going to help out a lot because now we have more sections, more people active. Um, we're working on it. We're, we've been against uh, miking just because we want to make it to a point where it sounds it sounds without a mic, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, listen again. Well, no, no, I don't. I don't want you guys. No, no, no. I don't want you guys mic'd in the stadium. I want you guys mic'd so we can pick you up in our broadcast. Oh, oh. I mean, that will. That's what I want to do. Not, not necessarily come over the PA. I don't. I don't need you guys to be over the PA. You guys are loud enough as it is. We need to be able to pick you up as part of our broadcast, yeah, and, and because the fans are very important to our sport. Yeah. It's. You know, it's not like a baseball game. The organs playing. That's not the. That's not what this is all about. This is you guys and the and the and the play on the field. And, and if we can do that, I think uh, I think we're right there. We're we're just we're right there. Definitely, it's something we definitely tried about. Uh, again, Joe, thank you for th- thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I hope you're staying you, safe. Joe. I hope you're staying sane with this quarantine and staying at home. Right. Uh, and hoping to hear you. Just getting a lot of walks. <laughs> <laughs> hoping to hear you. Uh, uh, you know, calling uh, calling the galaxy soon because uh, we definitely missed yeah. that. But I hope so. Yeah, I want to say uh, let me real quick. Just uh, again, um, I'm the one that brought you guys together with Joe. Um, I'm sure Joe's. You know, it's it's a uh, okay with this. Anybody like I said, once season gets back up, reach out to him. Come and talk to him. Awesome guy. I've known him for. Not a personal level on a couple um, on a personal level, but I've known him for a couple of years, seen him at the Galaxy Games in and out, you know. So awesome guy, awesome dude. Thank you, Joe, for responding back to me right away on Instagram and being able to do this for us. So these are my buddies. So, you know, definitely we, we well, all I appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah. Please, yeah, say hello. Yeah, please say hello. You guys are always welcome. <laughs> thank you, Joe. Yeah, thank you. Right, thank you, Joe. Have appreciate it. One. All right, yeah. man. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we have Ooh. a few more of those coming up. 
soon. I'm not. I'm not putting dates on them or nothing. One of one of those coming up. Bro, soon. they're happening. They're gonna be recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm they might be. They're gonna be released. released. No, listen, no listen, release they might. They might. Dr. Dre wanna be and shit. Listen, they might. Yeah, exactly. Like Dre. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen. I, I'm, I'm starting a collection of really fire ass lost tapes. All right. So, <laughs> you know. Just, hey, this is this almost, is fire like fuego, <laughs> volcano lava shit. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. hey, the like another up there. It's a night. Those, yeah, well, yeah. hell yeah. All right, but with that being said, it's another episode of Straight from the Stands. I'm but Rudy at I'm Smarts on Twitch. I'm Smarts on Twitter. I'm Smarts on the Gram. This is George J Undefeated Seven. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. This is Angel. Just follow me on Instagram right now because I'm not on Twitter. Adf three six nine one. You banned from that shit too now? <laughs> no, it's just Twitter is my galaxy verse, and I'm not <laughs> on there for anything else. <laughs> CSAN07 on all social media platforms. Uh, thanks again, guys. Thank Hit you, me up man. whenever. Yep, for sure. All right, what is it? What is it? Peace, love, and Jesus. Uh, uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, peace, love, and Jesus. But we didn't say peace, love, and Jesus. Stay safe, man. <laughs> right. Peace. peace.